Here we are. Welcome, guys. Woo! So excited that you're here. All right. Uh, just checking through. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Joseph, Marty, Stuart, Kieran, Nathan. How are you all? Hope you're going good. And all the other guys that are about to join us. Um, looking forward to running through this session. Uh, just going to be free flowing today. We're going to be talking about. I've had a bunch of people just ask, um, you know, how how do you operate throughout the day? So today I wanted to give you a bit of insight into the things that I do. I'm not saying this is necessarily right or wrong, uh, but if you can take something away from today, um, I hope you can benefit from the things that I do in terms of how I optimize my health, how I stay alert all the time. Uh, people go, how the fuck do you get so much done in a day all the time? Uh, I'm going to share how I do that as well. Um, so all about today is the things that I do to really increase my productivity, um, but flow, more around flow state, not so much productivity. Um, the other thing is like, oh, how do you, you know, how do you run your business and do this and do that? Uh, I know a lot of you guys already know I always work on the model of how do I not do this? So I'm always looking how I automate or systemize my way around something but there's certain things that you just can't do that um with and that, that's looking after yourself and your well-being and your uh fulfillment in life and so today is going to be centered around that but before we jump into that i'm going to have a, a chat to you guys um i think jeff's just joined us jeff how are you going i'd love to have a chat yeah no i gotcha How's it going? Yeah, yeah, no, great. Yeah, it's good. So um just joined along. So um yeah, great to see how we how we go with it. Welcome aboard. Uh so this is the first session that you've been to. What we do at the very first uh three people, I try and talk to three people as long as uh some of them don't go too long, around uh your number one challenge and love to get to know your business. So this is a chance for us to have a quick chat. Um but what is the number one challenge you got in your business at the moment, Jeff? Um, I guess I'm, I'm um, currently just working on getting systems in place um, and uh, time management. So yep. we sent some free videos through with um, talking about Asana. So yep. all that sort of stuff is um, um, where, where I need to work at the moment. Yeah. So you've got, uh, so the thing, there are things that you need to work on. What's the challenge? Is the challenge that you're not getting enough time in the day to get the things done or is it you're feeling unorganized what's the things that you're finding um, yeah yeah um i guess you know end of the day <laughs> i haven't got a lot of energy left to um to work on these systems yeah so it's an appropriate appropriate uh chat today i think so, yeah um, <laughs> cool yeah, so, so um yeah end of the day just get back and have a beer and you know get the work done so yep um, yeah a bit of a technician mentality but at least I what, what is your what does your typical day look like um all right well i i nervous <laughs> mate so um yeah i i um generally get up you know go and go and through through the jobs on my list and that could be there could be a couple of jobs or there could be seven or eight jobs. Um, 
you know, this morning I did a business network meeting. And yep. uh, I was up at six o'clock for that. My first job didn't, by the time I got to my first job, it was 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And um, now I'm here, so it's only yeah. half a day's work, you know. So, um, yeah. But, you know, I've been busy all day. So, yeah. Yep. Um, is it your, is it just you and your business or have you got staff? Um, yeah, just me. I, I mean, I've got, um, I'm in a franchise business, so I've got, you know, a lot of support staff. Plus, yep. I've, got, I've got a bookkeeper. I've actually got a um, um, goal setting coach. And yep. Accountability with me as well. So, so that's, um, so yeah, I've got, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of people that are, Involved in small ways, but yeah, yeah. I'm for a wage off the business. Yep, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for sharing the challenge, mate. Uh, there's yeah, Asana. Like what I'm going to talk about today is an awesome um, workflow and way to work through your day using Asana um, to make sure that you get more done throughout the day and you don't fall behind on certain tasks. So if you're running out of energy and you get to the end of the day. Last thing you want to do is, you know, make some phone calls or, you know, those things that you could have done at lunchtime or, or do some invoicing and stuff like that. So hopefully some of the stuff that I talked about today is going to help you out with um, moving forward with that time management and energy as well. Big, the big thing today I want to talk about is energy and how we increase our energies uh, using our, you know, nutrition and exercise and stuff like that. Cool. Thanks for sharing, Jeff. All right, uh, I just want to have a talk to, is it Ben? Ben, are you available? How's yeah, it going, Ben? Good, yeah, how you going? Good, how are you? Yeah, living the dream as usual. Woo! Yes, <laughs> love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, tell me, how have you been? What's going on? Um, yeah, well, no, just uh, the same, same old, you know, it's the same what, um, Je was it Jeff before saying, you know, working, 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 and then you're getting yep. tired towards the evening, and, yep. um, what else? Yeah, we're having a few interesting projects happening in the past, a few proper rewirings, uh, a couple of shop videos, we did, um, a place with, um, where we installed power supply for eight, 80 3D printers, yep. so, Pretty interesting wow, stuff. That's um, cool. Yeah. So what sort of load are they pulling? Um, they well, they're showing about 1.2. Obviously, that's the max, but they probably drop down, so it's not too much. Oh yeah. But, yeah, we have obviously three-phase supply and spread it all across there a bit. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, our yeah challenge, I think, is um, still like I always been banging on about the apprentice sort of trying to get him in gear and making sure he's sort of um, you know uh, ready to rock and roll is that him there uh no that's actually race just having a break from him as well at the moment we just yeah. got him off the like getting some stuff and yeah. then yeah I'm, I'm the one that lives with him every day yeah yeah <laughs> I, was, I was just joking i wouldn't think you'd be talking about him like that <laughs> yeah uh, it's a learning experience. We're bringing him next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. And how's your energy? We're going to be talking about energy today. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the usual when I always got the plan Saturday, Sunday, I want to get on top, like, you know, trying to implement Asana. And then yeah, next minute, I was like, Saturday is like, just I uh, couldn't get off the couch almost. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and 
Sundays are usually my day where I sort of do lots of afternoon getting ready for the next week and organizing yep. stuff. Yep. That's really, I think Saturday is the only day I'm really trying to sort of wind down if I don't get any call outs. But yep. yeah, energy level, I think at the moment, I'm trying to pick it up again. Just yep. summertime is around the corner. So I want to get yeah, a bit more into get the energy up. So definitely. Cool. All right, cool. Hopefully some of the stuff I talk about today, you might want to try and hopefully it helps you out. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Hey, Lincoln, how you going? I haven't seen your name here before. You got, got a minute? Yeah, that's first time. How are you? Yeah, good. Welcome good. aboard to the live session. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so uh, tell me, how, how's uh, business for you at the moment? Um, it's trailed off a bit, but I've got a few projects while I'm waiting to start. So, yep. um, yeah, it's usual, it's um, peaks and troughs. So it'll be crazy in about probably another week or two um, when everything drops at the same time. Yeah, yeah. In prep for Christmas, if you're doing bigger stuff. What sort of work you do? Um, we do pretty much everything. Um, it's just myself and uh, fourth year apprentice. And yep. we'll go from industrial, commercial, domestic um, data, CCTV, yep. cool. um, TV, audio. So everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks for sharing. How's your energy at the moment? Um, mine's a bit, um, a bit uh, at a low at the moment because I um, just got... Uh, 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 what do you call it? I had just found out I had uh, type two diabetes. So, oh shit! Um, oh, it's not so bad. It's it's just like probably coming into what you're talking about. Um, yeah, basically um, eating the right foods and getting a lot yeah. of uh, controlling, um, having a lot of controls in, yeah. um, and keeping the energy up because probably for the last three or four months, I just found I had no energy. And yep. Now at least I know well why so yeah. um yeah basically it's um yeah just um good diet and, yeah um, yeah away we go again i'm going to try and explain today uh as good as i know it. i'm not a doctor i'm not a, a nutritionist <laughs> i did go to university and started learning nutrition because i'm so fascinated by it um but I'll try and explain today as much as I can around insulin. Uh, insulin's a big factor and that's got a lot to do with diabetes as well. And how we can manage that um, and how we can manage the level of insulin and how it's released within the body. I'll try and explain what that is and how it, and it plays with sugar as well, your blood sugars. So um, there's, a big, there's a big reason to it and I want to explain that today and that's why when people see me, it doesn't matter what time of the day, I'm always this level of energy. This is how I am all the time. I wasn't always like this though. And it's from my nutritional hacking, like I've been hacking at my nutrition to improve my performance at work and my energy levels all the time. But when I landed on this thing I'm going to talk about today, I just couldn't believe that just real food was giving me the real level of energy that I experienced. Um, so thanks for sharing uh, and I um, look forward to learning more about you later, but hopefully this helps with your situation. Yep, fantastic. Cool, all right, I'm gonna jump in. So uh, thanks for sharing guys and really happy that you're all here. Uh, what I wanted to have a chat today about is, um, yeah, all those things that I said earlier, just the way that I eat, I think it's got a lot to do with, I've, for you who have gone through the mastermind and you've heard a bit of my story 
I used to be a, a high level swimmer. I used to swim at a national level in Australia and um, I did all right. I wasn't like the best in my age group or anything like that, but I was, you know, I went there and I trained hard and I wanted to be the best. And I really focused on trying to be like all the different things that I could do to improve my performance in my sport. After that, I went into triathlon and triathlon is probably where I took more of a analytical approach to my training uh, and performance. And that's where I started to learn about something called ketosis uh, because I started pushing into the ultra endurance style um, exercise realm, which is one of the big life goals that I've got for myself is to do a 100. I've called it, this is, a, this is a, an event that I've made up, but it's called 100, 100, 100. And it's 100, 100 medleys swimming in the pool. So it's 10 kilometers of medley swimming, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle, um, 100K ride, and then 100K run. So the total race time for that, and this is why it's called ultra, is it's over a marathon distance, but it's about 22 hours. I've worked it out to be nonstop like movement. So that sort of stuff excites me because to be able to do something like that is that's why I push myself. I always look for these, how do I get more energy out of myself? Now it's not always about going to that extreme, although I, I enjoy going to the extreme and seeing how far my body can go. When I stumbled across this, um, even when I wasn't training for that style of sport, I've fi I figured out through the stuff that I was reading, you can get uh, from really small amount of exercise time in your, in your week, uh, and just eating a certain way, you can get massive results. And I actually dabbled a little bit and I did some consultation um, with a couple of friends and stuff. And I had some massive uh, weight loss. Guys were losing like 10 kilos in a month in their first month of going on ketosis if they had weight to lose. Uh, there's energy. Like the other thing with me, when I started doing this, I was, I was around 93 to 98 kilos, I was quite big, uh, muscular and strong from doing lots of workout in the gym and stuff like that after swimming. But then when I started getting into triathlon, uh, obviously I went into this style of eating and I lost, I went down to what, my, what I believe now is my, my natural uh, body weight. And I fluctuate between 81 and 83 kilograms. And that's, I, that's just where I sit at all the time and I'm really lean and I don't uh, gain weight when I eat a lot and I don't lose weight when I, when I don't eat a lot either. So an example of that is I didn't eat for five days. I did a five-day water fast and I was 83 kilos when I did it. By the end of it, I was 80 kilos. I only lost three kilos. But when I, when I ate food again, I went back up to 82 kilos. So my body is operating at this and I've trained my body to use body fat as its primary energy source. And I'm going to jump into why uh, now I'm going to try and draw it for you guys through annotation. Um, <clears throat> because I think it's really important. Um, if I can figure out how to do this. Where's my pencils? All right, someone's. Sorry, guys. Where's my pen? I actually don't know where my pen is on this. 
Oh, here we go. Share whiteboard. All right, so um, I'm just gonna talk about energy, the, the feeling of energy now. So <clears throat> when, when I started learning about this, this is sort of like, um, sorry, I'm drawing this with a mouse. So if it's not straight and shit, that's just because I'm using a mouse. So um, think about when, you've, when you wake up in the morning and say if you've overnight, you've had your dinner and overnight your energy starts to drop. And when you wake up, and this is sort of hunger as well, then you wake up and you eat a meal and you get this energy again, which is sugar energy. So your body can hold 2,000, around 2,000 calories of sugar. Look at my, oh my God, look how neat this is. Whoa. <laughs> um, calorie, 2,000 calories of energy in your liver, right? And that's your storage tank for sugar. And uh, your body, a lean male at like 8% body fat has around, and I'm, I might not have these figures exactly right. Like I said, I've got no um, thing to cite, but this is around about, has about 80,000 calories of fat, like stored in their body still when they're lean. So you can see with, when you can train your body to use more body fat as energy, that's when it's going to uh, not run out of energy. But what happens when you're using sugar all the time is, you, you'll eat your meal and then your energy will go high and then you get this energy low again. And so you start to feel tight, hungry. So you eat again and tired. And so you get this little peak again and throughout the day, your energy is sort of going like that. Who feels like that throughout the day? Like you get energy up, energy down, energy up, energy down. So that's your body is using its energy from the food you eat. So you're topping it up when you eat. So this is topping it up because you ate. And then it's using it from your liver. And then what happens is your body can only, the, the body can only store 2000 calories as energy anyway. So say in this meal, you ate too much. This here gets it's converted from sugar into fat and gets stored as fat. That's when, you, that's when you're storing fat. Look at my shit writing, oh my God. Um, so that gets stored as fat, that extra when you eat too much because you can only hold 2,000. You can't, it can't, like it's like filling a cup and when it gets full, the water overflows. Now the overflow is where the body converts it to fat and goes and stores it throughout your body for later. So in the hunter-gatherer days, what happened was your body would store the fat when you ate so that when you were fasting, it could use fat as energy. But the thing about the way we eat now is we wake up and we have a sugar filled breakfast like it might be toast or um this is just the western diet and it's what i used to eat when i was a kid and even growing up and when i was doing swimming wake up and have wheat bix or would have like how many wheat bix could you eat um you might have cereal might have toast um you might have some fruit all of that is sugar and you're activating insulin which is pushing sugar around your body and it's filling up your your sugar tank here so when the ups and downs here are caused from your insulin going up and down and your sugar levels going up and down. So what we try and achieve by minimize, like getting your body to use uh, fat as energy is we stop having so much. And the things that are going to spike your insulin like this and give you lots of energy is carbohydrates, some carbs and 
excess protein, like extra protein will do it as well. And it's, you need, you do need carbohydrates and you do need protein, but we don't need as much as we, I, and I don't even know if I spelled that right. Um, so we don't need as much as we're told to in the Western diet. You know, this is from what I've learned, you know, um, people, we've, we've always been brought up like that. That's, is everyone like being brought up like that? You sort of have a cereal or toast or some fruit for breakfast and then, or porridge or some, something with carbohydrate base. So you get this initial peak of energy and then it's natural. It's, you're going to come down. What goes up must come down. So you get low energy low and you start to feel tired and then you eat again. So you eat again and it's usually something like a sandwich or it might be, um, what's a basic lunch meal. I'd love to jump in and just see what people are having for lunch. Just one sec. Um, so just for lunch, just guys, I'm just going to run through quickly. What are you having for lunch, Jeff? Um, I had, um, I had actually had three hard boiled eggs. Beautiful. That's great. I'm going to talk about eggs in a minute. That's really good. So that's for, um, Jeff's uh, lunch, he had, well, just it's a protein and fat only. There's no carbs and eggs. So that's a great meal for lunch. That's, that's really good. Ben, what did you have for lunch? Um, yeah, actually I actually had uh, fried eggs today, got a sandwich as well. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the eggs are great. The, the sandwich is bread. The bread has a lot of carbs. Yeah. And it's, yeah. the bread actually has a high level of insulin um, spiking, uh, there's the glycemic index and there's the glycemic load. So index is how fast this goes up. So you all heard about low GI and high GI. High GI is how fast that sugar goes into your system. Um, and then load, so glycemic load is how much of it goes in. So how much sugar. So um, bread is actually high in both. But thanks for sharing, Ben. Lincoln, what did you have for lunch? Uh, salad, chicken, with a bit of uh, roast chicken on it. Okay, cool. So that's probably mainly a protein-based, um, I would say, like, and some vitamins from the, the salad, which is great. Um, thanks for sharing. Oh, my thing's going. Joseph, what did you have for lunch? Chicken schnitzel sandwich. Chicken schnitzel sandwich? Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing. So that's that's carb like high carb as well because of the sandwich, because of the bread. Stuart, what did you have for lunch? I haven't had lunch yet, um, but I'm having uh, tuna and rice. Tuna and rice, cool. So that's protein and carbs. Um, Kieran, what did you have for lunch? Subway. <laughs> Subway, so bread. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, what did you have for lunch? Uh, roast chicken, uh, brown rice. Capsicum, red onion. Yeah. Cool. That's a protein, carb-based lunch. So I'll explain what all this means. And I've actually lost where you even are now. There. On my people. So I'll, I'll just leave it there. Just, just a couple of examples there. Um, so at any time you've got protein and carbs, just understand that it's going to have this effect. So you're going to have a glycemic index movement in your energy level. So you might find after 
and, and what I want you to start to do is become aware of how you feel after you eat a certain type of food. A lot of people don't even, they're not even aware of it. So you eat your meal and you're not even aware if you're tired or not after you eat your meal. So just have a, have a, be aware of it because becoming aware of it's the first step. Remember like with our P and L's and stuff, if you're not aware of that, you're making profit or losing money, there's, you'll just continue on doing the wrong thing because until the point where you're just um, screwed. So what we want to do is become aware of how this food is interacting with us. Um, so, uh, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to draw out what happens when you cut out glycemic index and minimize it. So this is minimizing carbs and I go real low. So a ketogenic diet actually and a clinical one is, and guys don't just follow my recipe for this. Go and do your own research around it. Okay. Don't take my, uh, word for it just go and do your research some really good podcasts i'm going to add to this um episode as well and i'll share them in the group but i definitely recommend you go and check it out and test it on yourself and just see how you feel um but it's like 70 percent fat or more so the the forms of fat come in come in the form of, of the way i eat is i wake up in the morning and i'll have uh a double shot espresso and I have it with this might sound a bit weird but if any, any of you have heard of the bulletproof coffee it's uh, grass-fed but grass-fed butter MCT oil so I have this oil here it's called brain octane oil now the reason it's called brain octane oil is is the marketing name but what it is is 100% caprylic acid which is a fatty chain acid uh, which promotes ketosis um, and it's hundred percent of that. And it's really effective on getting ketones released in the body. So ketones are an energy. It's like the fourth, the fourth level of energy that your body can use. And a ketone is used when there's no, and it usually comes if you've fasted for a couple of days, but overnight you'll have a, a low level of ketones in your bloodstream. But what happens is people wake up and then they eat a carbohydrate meal. And so they have this peak again and then it comes with an energy drop again. So what I do is I wake up and I have uh, grass-fed butter, MCT oil, which is 100% fat in my coffee and I blend it up and it's, it's actually really nice. Um, but what that does is if my energy, and this is glycemic load here. So what we want to do is get my body so that the energy peaks and troughs are more like this throughout the day flat and high i don't want to drop below this because this is like redlining and this is where you start to feel tired and crap and so what we can actually do is get your body to the point where it's using um fat as energy through through all of this all of this area here so and the only way you can do that, your body won't use body fat as energy until the, this 2,000 calories in your liver is low. So we've actually got to have not enough carbs and protein. You've got to keep that low so that, um, so that it does allow your energy to, in, in your uh, liver to deplete. Now, a lot of people, when they go to the gym and they exercise and exercise and exercise, they'll deplete their liver glycogen 
which is great. But then they'll go away and they'll have a protein or a carb protein shake or they'll go and eat like a sandwich or something and it just fills your tank back up so you don't actually continue to burn body fat so um as energy and you don't get skinny like i've, I've fasted for so many days and you, you don't it's, you you do maintain your your muscle mass as well if you're quite a, a muscular person you don't want to lose muscle and you're scared about losing muscle um the ketones, when you do have proper ketones in your bloodstream, they preserve muscle mass. So if we think about back in the hunter-gatherer days, your body used ketones to get you through when you were fasted uh, and you needed to get food. So if you think about it, your body's giving you this energy which increases your sight, your hearing, your um, energy, your stamina, and all these other things so you can hunt better. So what this does for me, like I honestly feel so alert all, all day. And even at night when I'm sitting there with my wife or whatever at 10 o'clock, I'm still really awake. I'm like wide-eyed awake. Um, whether I do work or not uh, on, a, on the business or whatever, like it's, it, it's totally up to me because energy is not a problem for me throughout the day. And it wasn't always like that. It used to be ups and downs and I'd feel tired and you know this has definitely helped so um sorry if this is confusing as well I'm trying to, to explain it as, as best I can so I think I'll just I'll go back and I'll talk about um what I actually eat throughout the day and maybe that gives you an idea or a base to work off but I did actually create a program of uh the way I eat as well back when I was helping some friends out so what I'll do is I'll attach that I call it enhance your human, um, but it's, I'll attach that and you can read through it. And it's a, like a 16 page document that talks about um, all of this as well. So hopefully it makes more sense. Um, but what I do just the basic day for me is I'll wake up and I'll have my bulletproof coffee in the morning. And then I probably won't eat anything until about 2 p.m. And I don't need to because what happens is fat is the most uh, satisfying uh, in terms of satiety. It's, it actually makes you feel full for longer, fuller for longer. So when you saw that the peaks and troughs happening like that before, when it drops down and you, you get hungry every couple of hours, fat, the, the energy is released so slowly. When, it, when you're talking about glycemic index, the energy is released really slowly. So you've actually got this continuous energy for a long time. Um, but I'm giving myself a long time from the time I finish my meal and I usually have dinner at about 6 p.m. I'll finish dinner and that usually in dinner I'll have carbs and I'll have protein and I'll have uh, so I'll have like a small portion of meat maybe 150 grams or 100 grams to 150 it might be fish might be grass-fed meat um, and then I'll have like lots of range of colors in my vegetables and usually non-starchy so but sometimes I will have like sweet potato depending on how much I've been training um, but if I haven't been training, I'll have non-starchy, meaning it's non-potato, no potato, carrot. Um, starchy is something like usually the root vegetables that grow on the ground. Um, avocado is great because it's full of uh, healthy fats. Um, and then I'll eat that at six and I won't eat anything apart, like I won't trigger my glycemic index or my glycemic load and and 
allow insulin out into my body until about 2 p.m. Uh, at 2 p.m., I'm sort of winding down into the, like to go and play with the kids anyway. So I don't want to be peaking. Like usually by then I'm like really high energy, like, like right now, like I'm, I've got heaps of energy right now. Um, so what I'll have for lunch is I'll usually just go and have some snack vegetables raw and I'll be like celery. I might have some carrot. I might have, um, capsicum, cucumber. Um, but I try and mix it up and have like a big blend of things. Even, uh, Cauliflower raw is great. Broccoli seems to like get stuck in your throat. And uh, so I don't have that raw. Um, <laughs> for anyone that's tried to eat it raw. Um, and yeah, so, so that's sort of how I eat throughout the day. I might have some more um, MCT oil, depending on how I'm feeling. I might have another coffee throughout the day if I feel like I need it. Um, hold on, someone's mute. Mike, gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my typical day. I, I stick by that most of the time. Um, so what I'll do is I'll post that in there. Has anyone got any questions about that? Because I feel like I've I drew that all out and it could have been confusing. Has anyone got any questions or want to ask me about that at all, about how I eat throughout the day? Hands up. Yeah, Stuart, cool. Hey man, how's it going? <laughs> Yeah, good man. Um, just quick question: uh, yeah. How long did it? How long did it take of um, switching your diet around a little bit to feel like you got more energy? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So, good question. So when I learnt about this, I'm going. I'm going to fucking give this a go because this sounds weird, and it so felt really uncomfortable. To when I first started having the butter coffees, I was a bit like, "What? This is really weird that I'm drinking butter in the morning for my breakfast," um, but. It took, and but the deal was you've got to stick to it and not have any starches. So stay away from your right, stay away from all carbs, stay away from the starches, um, and just do non-starchy vegetables, uh, small portions of meat, and eggs are great, and keep your fats high. Like that's that's the key. Um, but it took me uh, six days for it and most of the documents you'll read about going into ketosis for the first time you might find uh you've got it might take two weeks so it depends on how trained your body is and how efficient you are at burning fat anyway because i trained a lot i think i was already going into a ketotic state and my body was efficient at burning it but if you think about it over time our our western diet is never allowed us to burn fat for very long because we wake up and we have carbs um, and then we'll eat carbs throughout the day. So we're not ever burning fat as energy. So it's like the analogy I like to say is like you're jumping into the pool um, and you've never swum before. So you're not going to be a good swimmer if you've never swum before. You're inefficient at it. So the more you swim, the more efficient you'll get. And that's like burning fat as energy. Um, and you'll get more and more efficient at burning fat as energy. And that's where you can, you naturally maintain a really good body composition. And it's just quite natural. Um, there's a lot of benefits around inflammation and stuff like that. But to answer your question, it took me personally about six days, I think. Um, I was doing in combination with eating this way, I was doing 20 minute uh, high intensity interval training. So I think, um, I was just doing sprints. So I'd go to the park and I'd 
I'd do like 10 200 meter sprints. So I'd just sprint for 200 meters and then I'd uh, have a two minute break and then I'd just do another 200 meters and then have a two minute break. If, if you feel 200 is too far, just do 100, but just make sure it's max effort and just do as many as you can. Like, but just have a, a long break, but maximum effort when you do these exercises. You can do it like push-ups, um, sit-ups and jumpies. It's another good exercise I love to do because it's so easy. So just do like 10 or 20 jumpies, 10 or 20 push-ups, 10 or 20 sit-ups and then have a quick break and then do that again and do it a couple of times. That's high-intensity interval training. Um, and that's really good for burning sugar quick. Um, and that will continue to burn sugar over time. And especially if you wake up and do that and not have any sugar for breakfast. So if you did that early on, even just how easy is it just before you get onto your computer just to do some push-ups, jumpies, sit-ups, rest, push-ups, jumpies, sit-ups, rest, push-ups, jumpies, sit-ups, rest, and then get on your computer, <laughs> whatever. Um, but that's going to be really good, right, for you. So um, it's so easy to do. And that's pretty much all you need to do. But we've had guys that lost one of those examples. One of my, my staff members, um, Kieran, didn't exercise. So he just went to work. But he followed this same thing and lost 10 kilos in his first month. He was just like, this is fucking unbelievable. So um, and he's, it completely changed the way he looks at food now. <laughs> but um, it can take 10 weeks. The, the things that you got to watch out for with this though is you can get headaches and you can get um, like, it's called the keto flu and that's usually from not enough salt. The thing about salt, like if you get some pink Himalayan salt, if you don't have enough salt, your body can't produce salt. So that's sodium. Um, and if you get low on salt, it's the that's what allows electrical signals to go throughout your body and tell your body that and send signals around your body. So if you don't have enough of that, your whole body shuts down. So you get these massive headaches. You can't get out of bed. You feel really tired. And that's usually when people quit, but you can curve that by not even going there. Um, but I just, when I, if I, if I'm planning to go into a, like really strict ketosis state, um, ketotic state, I'll have, I'll wake up and I'll have like 20 grinds of salt in water um, just because you're not retaining that salt in your glycogen, in your muscles. So like I said, just do your own research around this as well. But this is, this has really helped me out to get into that. Um, how did, did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I was wondering, uh, have you heard of the snake diet guy? The snake diet? Yeah. The snake diet. Uh, snake diet. Um, yeah, he just, he teaches like, you know, fasting and just, you know, getting ketosis and stuff like that. I was just wondering, since you were talking about the salt, he recommends drinking like a, a he calls it snake juice. Oh yeah. And it's basically like a, a salt, a salt drink that you drink while you're fasting. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to check him out, but yeah, yeah. That's why I thought uh, maybe you knew him because it sounds so similar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, I'd never heard of him, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll check him out for sure. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Um, so, yeah, so I know it, it sounds so counterintuitive because this is all the stuff that we're told through, you know, media, really. Um, and that Ansel Keys guy who fucking said saturated fat is bad, his is 
been proven that is wrong through science now. So go and do your own research around this. Um, and it's, it's really important that you take charge of your health and your health is everything. If you want to perform better at work and have more energy and be able to get more done in your day and have more time, like alert. The big thing for me is I wanted to be present and energetic with my kids, no matter what sort of work I did. So I want to be, make sure I can get home from work and just be like, Hey kids, how's it going? Let's play. Yeah. Let's go out here and let's throw the ball and let's do this. I just wanted to make sure I could do that. Um, I didn't, I never planned on stumbling across something like this. So this has been, this has been really helpful for me. So if you've got any personal questions and if I, I fucking love people going and trying this. So because you get such a profound, uh, from the people who have tried it that I know such a profound change in the way they feel and the energy levels that I love helping them out. So if you're going to, if you're thinking about doing this, just message me direct and I'll help you through the process because if you can go away and do this successfully and have this whole like change in lifestyle as a result, I want to help you get there. Okay. So I'll personally help you out um, to get, make sure that you get this right. Um, so also, like I said, I'm going to attach that uh, booklet for you guys to read through as well. Any other questions before we move on? <clears throat> So next thing we're going to talk about is um, hacking your workflow. So the big thing, so energy is one thing, getting your energy right is so critical to making sure that you can just keep thinking effectively. Um, for me, the biggest thing I love about eating the way that I do is the level of acuity and en like mental energy I have throughout the day, all day, every single day. Like I don't ever get to the point where I'm like, fuck, I just don't feel like doing that today. You know, I'm never like that. And it's, I'm not bullshitting you. It's just the way I feel um, through the way I eat. It's just, it's the way I eat and the little bit of training that I do. I don't do super excessive training like that anymore. Um, <clears throat> even though it's, I plan to still do that event one day, um, but I can still maintain this level of energy, even when I don't train for weeks. So, and it's all through the way that I eat. Um, so when I was fasting, just about the snake juice thing, when I was fasting for five days, I had only water for five days. Um, I trained every day. So I did a 3K run, 500 meter swim, 20 minute sauna and a 10 minute cold shower every day. Um, and on the last day I did a 12K run. So I was 140 hours of fasting with water only. But the only thing I did have was salt because through my, ketos my ketotic practice and through by doing ketosis, salt was the thing that curved any sort of pain or hunger or, you know, struggle when, it's, when I started getting headaches and stuff like that when I was in ketosis. So definitely worth a try. Like I said, I'm happy to help where I can and um, give it a go. Now going to workflows. Uh, so if we can get you to a state where you can wake up from your sleep and just be like, I'm awake like that. See that? Watch this. I'm awake like that. So if I'm getting you doing that, where you wake up and you're just like, I'm on, I'm ready for the day. That's how you want to be waking up because you've had a good sleep. The other thing about the being in efficient at fat burning, I'm going to say not, not necessarily about being in ketosis all the time. 
just being efficient at fat burning. You need to practice burning fat. And ketosis is a great exercise to get you efficient at burning fat. <clears throat> so if you're efficient at burning fat, when it comes to nighttime, when you're sleeping, your, your body's still needing energy. And instead of it getting to such a glycemic low that you like start getting restless and your body's like, fuck, you've got to eat or you're going to run out of energy, you, your body will kick in and start burning body fat so you can sleep so well throughout the night. So then when, by the time you wake up, you've had a really restful sleep and you wake up with heaps of energy. So when we do wake up like that, we can get up, do, our, do your ritual, whatever it is. My ritual is to go to the coffee machine um, and make a bulletproof coffee. So I love the smell of coffee. I love making espresso. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to making sure it tastes right. I'll make sure it tastes right before I put it into the blender. Um, but um, so... That's my ritual. I love doing that. And that's me ready to go. Uh, the big thing that I think is so important right from the very start of your day, and if you're not doing this, you need to do it. Like above everything else, you need to start your day understanding what your day holds in front of you and, op and by opening up your day. So we're opening up your day by looking at your asana or your task list or whatever system you use, I don't care. Make sure you've got your task list in front of you. And for me, it's Asana. I'll open up Asana. I'll see everything that I need to do. I'll prioritize it. Um, I'll brain dump anything else that I've thought of like in the 30 minutes that I've woken up. And then I'll, and then I'll go back to spending time with my family for me at the moment. But if you can get straight into work, you get straight into work if you want. Um, but I'll go and spend time with my kids. Uh, my wife goes to the gym. I will spend time with the kids until about eight o'clock and then I'll go to work and I already, by the, by the time that um, that's, that's happened, then I, I can play with the kids. It's all good. And by the time I can go to work, I'm ready to fire. Um, sometimes I don't look at it in the morning at all. I'll just wait until I get to work and I can turn on like that. Um, then throughout the day, if you're out in the tools, so this is a sole trader. This is what I try and teach anyone that's a sole trader is you should be waking up, going to your asana, understanding what you need to do for the day, prioritizing and understanding what needs to get done. And then you can go and spend time with your family because you understand, it's, you don't have to keep thinking about it. You know what needs to happen. You can, you, you're not like, fuck, is that something else that I had to do? Or is, oh shit, there's something else I had to do. There's none of that happening because you know, you've seen your list, you're comfortable with it, you're happy. You can go and spend time and be present with your family if that's what you need to do. Um, and then if you can go straight to work, go straight to work and get, get going. But in the morning there, before you go off and go on the tools, what we need to do is do some form of outreach to, to someone. So you want to outreach to, if you're a growing business, you need to be marketing now, like send three messages to people, like go and find a big list of businesses that you can contact, send emails, send text messages, just three every single day. Every time that you wake up, do three. And then that's all you have to do. You watch how much work you start getting from something like that. That's, that's done. That's a really important thing for your growth and that's done already for the day. Now you can go and do your day. So you can go off and do, uh, do your tool stuff. Uh, if you're a sole trader, I recommend doing your quotes and your invoices in the morning when you wake up. So look at your asana, 
um, unpack, brain dump anything that's come in, then uh, do your outreach, marketing, and then do your invoices and quotes, and then go to, uh, go to work from there. Go out and do your work for the day, and then in the middle of the day, in the morning, you should have scheduled a bunch of things in your call sections in Asana. So if you haven't done your Asana optimization mastermind, go back and do that. At the very top, we've got our calls. That's something that needs to happen throughout the day because that's when people are going to answer the phone. So go and do those calls things um, and then make that happen in the middle of the day. Uh, and then by the end of the day, we want to be closing off Asana. So we want to get back from your day's work. You should have been brain dumping using Siri throughout the day if you've got an iPhone. Um, and then you can organize it, put it into your sauna, and then you close off your day. Wherever you close off your day, depending on if you have kids or not, if you don't have kids, make the most of this time, if you're planning on having kids, to get as much as you can done every single day. Because shit changes when you have kids. Like it gets harder. You gotta work around a schedule. And it's so much harder. So if you don't have kids, work your ass off now because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna change everything if you if you've uh, had kids. But it's not impossible. So we just have to work around a family schedule as well. Um, so what I'd recommend if you don't have kids, get up, work, and then go to bed. Um, if you do have kids, get up, do a sauna, go spend time with your family then get to work, do your invoicing, quoting, and then go do your jobs. This is for sole traders. Um, and then come home and close off your day. So we're doing quoting and invoicing every single day. You're doing your outreach every single day. That's enough to get you to one tradesman. Once you've got one tradesman, you're gonna free up time in your day. So if you've got staff, um, and then close off your day, and then go and spend time with your family. Whatever time that you agree with your partner, do that. If it's a really tough time for you and you're falling behind on things, talk about um, with your partner, I need some more time. Can I work at night? Because this, once you put the kids to bed, you can go and work at night to get some stuff and catch up. But have a think about how can I, how can I change my day up a little bit to make sure I can do this in the day? It just, the growth happens a little bit slower when you've got kids, but that's totally fine. It'll, you'll get there. Um, so when you've got staff, so let's get that first tradesman on because that's going to free up time in your day. Now we can talk about uh, putting, putting, uh, doing Asana, doing your outreach, doing your quoting and invoicing first thing in the day. Get all of that done because that's really important stuff. Do all the important stuff right at the start of the day. Get it out of the way. Then you can focus on all those ancillary things. So for you, if you've just put on a tradie, uh, and you've got them out there, it's getting more efficient at invoicing as they go, training with them, spending time with them to make sure that they, you can bring them up to their level. Um, and then you wanna be doing a little bit more marketing throughout the day and understanding all of those concepts and stuff like that. If you're a sole trader with no kids, you can be doing that all the way, that stuff you can already be doing at night. So, you know, that's stuff that you can sit and you don't, you can sit there and do it uninterrupted. Just make sure you do quotes and invoices every day. It's really important to keep your cash flow going, to keep your books up to date. Um, and the other thing we need to know is that we've kept all of our books accurate 
and closed off um, for the month. This is something I'm seeing way too much. So uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it in previous masterminds, but I'll say it again. You need to make sure that all of your billable hours, so your invoices are closed off at the end of the month and progress claims with your builders and your bigger clients and your jobs and closed off for the hours works and materials used on the job, even if it's something that you have to wait to send to your client, at least close it off in your books so that you can see hours spent and materials purchased goes into that month. So your income needs to be related to that month, close it off like that. Then all of your bills for your wholesalers and all of the materials you bought that sits in your cost of sales underneath the income line in your profit and loss statement needs to be uh, from the month you bought them. So I see a lot of people when they put their, pay their statement and it comes into zero, that they just reconcile it to the date where they paid it. But what that's doing is if you bought $10,000 worth of materials in July and you pay it in August, but you used all the materials in July, it's not accurate. See how that's out of sync? We need to make sure all of the uh, materials that you bought in July are uh, in the July column. So the way to do that, the, the simplest way to do that, if you're not going and adding every single bill from your wholesaler, is when you get your statement, create one bill for the whole amount of the statement, but then date it for July. So you want to date it for the 30th, uh, 31st of July, the last day of July or whatever it is. And then that will be that all the materials you bought in July. That's the easiest way you can do it. Does that make sense to everyone? That's really important because we need to be able to measure how each month went. Because if we're feeling overwhelmed by not, like, not really knowing why we have money or we don't have money, that's a really fucking stressful situation to be in. So you just need to make sure that our figures are up to date so we can see that that month was profitable or that month wasn't profitable. So we can go, well, that's why it was profitable. Or that was why it wasn't profitable. It might be you bought certain amount of materials or tools or something. Um, and you can actually see why it wasn't profitable. <clears throat> so that's going to help with any overwhelm that you get. But um, what I want to do now is just jump in. We're just going to go a little bit over with the session. So I want to get some feedback from you guys about some of the overwhelm that you feel. And I'll see if I can share if I've had a similar situation and how I overcome something similar. So Joseph, have you got a minute to talk sure. about? How's it going? Cool, great. So going well, thanks. So how about you? What's some things that uh, make you feel overwhelmed at work? At the moment, the lack of work is yep. making me feel um, hesitant and keep going forward. But yeah, trying to stay positive in, in it at the moment. So unfortunately, I've had to let go of someone recently. So um, because yeah. of the lack of work, due to lack of work, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so what the the biggest fear for you there is that it's going to keep declining. Is that the fear? Oh, yes, at the moment, that's what that's that's the trend at the moment. So, the trend, all right, putting in place to get more work. But, um, and what are the things you're putting in place for that? Well, we're trying to rebrand ourselves at the moment. Um, so we're trying to create another niche market up here as everyone, everyone's going for the same jobs. 
Yep. The rear, I want to be competing on price on those jobs there. It'd yep. Be stressful on not winning jobs. So, yeah. I'll branch away from that, create our own niche. Cool. Good so, one. Yeah. That's a great idea. The, the only thing about that is it takes a little bit of time, doesn't it? It takes time, yeah. Yeah, it takes time. It takes a lot of, um, a lot of thought um, and a lot of hope because the reason is it's taking time while your, your work's going down. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, are you looking for like some short-term income boosters? So yeah, in the meantime, yeah, we're doing small advertising plans on Facebook and trying to get some small little jobs coming through. Yep. Just to keep us carrying on, which is working, yep. but it's not sustaining us fully. So Yeah, okay. Are you doing much work around your Google My Business listing? Trying to. Yeah, Trying well. to. So, yeah. Do, do your research on that and look into how to really maximize the value and that's massive at the moment. Um, and the biggest thing you can do, honestly, is that three-person outreach a day. Yeah. It's going to be, so, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a game changer, man. Like, cause it's just constant. And what you're doing is sending signals out there that we want work yeah. and it's your thinking. We want work. We want work, but you're actually doing proactive things to build relationships with people. And even if those people that you reach out to don't need work, they might know someone, but you reached out to them and no one else is. So um, give that a go. I hope it really helps. Cool. Good, Thanks, luck. Good, good luck with the, uh, the upward trend that's going to happen for you. I can feel it coming. Cheers. Thanks, bro. No worries. Ben, what's the biggest sense of overwhelm that you get? Um, yeah, probably um, sort of what I heard. Before was sort of up yeah. and downs a bit. Um, yeah, I'm just sort of looking sort of the different avenues. Um, like I said, this last few weeks were massive again. Prior to that, we had a couple of sort of quiet moments, um, which all relates back again to with everything like the lack of energy. We sort of I feel I do feel a bit more lethargic, and then you know, um, but that has also a little bit. I have knee injuries as well, so that slowed me down a lot with the exercising. Yeah. Um, so with before I was doing like the early morning boot camp, like six o'clock on the beach, crawling in the sand and doing all that stuff, which was pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, stuffed up the knee again. So back to sort of, you know, not sitting back and doing literally next to nothing. And that affects sort of, you know, lifestyle and just getting lazy. Yeah. And, um, that thing. And then, yeah, so I feel like, you know, really like, Hard getting up in the morning and then getting early tired again in the evening, and so I don't have the sort of concentration in the evening to do quotations. So I'm sort of staying away doing anything like with figures in the evening, like invoicing stuff, because then sometimes I feel like the next morning you wake up and you're like, What the hell did you do? Like it all made sense at the time, but then the next morning you look over this, it's like, It doesn't make any sense what I did, sort of thingy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then again, it's just like running around, organizing the jobs for the boys. Um, yeah, okay. it's a challenge. Like everyone is, it's like, oh, you know, there's always the cheaper one that sort of undercuts things. But yep. yeah, trying to establish yourself. Um, but yeah, the Google My Business, I've been doing this for a while. I've got over, yeah, close to 70 reviews, 4.9 star rating, which is pretty cool. Cool. And um, people do actually comment about that like they say oh yeah i called you because your reviews were absolutely massive they were really excited about that so that yep. definitely does a big boost for sure yeah yeah cool all right so it's work related stuff um mainly so yeah. um 
Thanks for sharing, man. I, um, I just want to jump back in and just talk about uh, I also had had just recently the same sort of thing with response. So our Google My Business listing, <clears throat> you saw me put that message out, uh, was suspended again. Uh, last time it cost us over $50,000 because of lost revenue. Our ads were running to a, a suspended my Google My Business listing. They kept running. So people were clicking on these top map ad and it would go to a like, this page cannot be found page and it would still charge us like 30 bucks. So <clears throat> we lost heaps in like ad spend and then all of the work that we didn't get, we report on all of that. So we could see exactly what we didn't get as a result of it being suspended. Same shit happened again. Um, this time, the reason they suspended us is a competitor. This is a competitive thing. People will go and find, um, it's usually like an SEO company they've hired. It might not even be that, the business owners done it, but they, they look at other, they know the policy really well and they say, Oh, look, this business that's doing really well and outranking everyone had uh, services Perth and a radius of 50 kilometers. But the maximum that Google allows as of fuck knows when is 30 kilometers now. So they report us, Google suspends it, didn't notify us at all, uh, didn't email us, didn't call us, didn't let us know. So it was two weeks where we went running and it's just obvious like where the hell's all the work. Um, and so we had this, uh, I jumped in, I was looking over everything again, found out that our Google My Business page was suspended, called up Google. It's going to be a three week wait before you, anyone even looks at your claim to re-activate um, your account. So there was a lot of stress and overwhelm that came with that. Plus I was, I've just, moved back from Bali, which I was in Bali for two and a half months, went back to Perth for two weeks and then moved to Byron Bay. And the kids, are, <clears throat> with the kids, I was trying to find rhythm. So throughout all of this, there was all of this shit that felt like was piling up for me. Um, and so all I wanted to do uh, was get on top of it, but didn't find the time, right? And the thing is, you just don't find the time to do shit the thing is you have to schedule it in and you have to put it in your calendar. It's like when people go, I just don't find the time to get on the Academy and watch the videos. You're not going to find the time. So we, the thing was I had to go, I need two days to just sit in a private spot and get all my work done. The thing was uh, I was staying in an Airbnb. There was no private space. I didn't know where to go in Byron Bay to be, find a private space. I didn't have any internet apart from my phone. So my computer was uploading and downloading and going over the limit. Um, <clears throat> so there's a couple of factors around that. Um, so I was feeling overwhelmed as well. And we all, we all go there. So I just want to be honest about that. And we all, we all feel that feeling. But the thing that I've always done, which always fixes the problem, is finding out everything that needs to get done and putting it into a sauna listing it all out, brain rinsing, like I talk about in the optimization program, going through your emails, going through your job management system, going through any, any program that you use that requires tasks and list them all out, then prioritize it and then get them, get it done. Like go and get it, sit in somewhere and just get all of that done. Sometimes you need to take a day off work, off the tools to get back on top because it's better that you're in a positive mindset and in the right frame of mind 
then you going out just stressing out because you've got all this shit you've got to do, like invoicing or quoting or all these jobs you're missing out on because you're not quoting fast enough. And that's a fact. Like if you're quoting, if, sorry, if you're, or even if you're quoting and not following up, you're losing jobs. But if you're out there just staying busy trying to do the work and not quoting jobs, then you're losing jobs. So it's better that you're getting in a positive mindset and then finding the time to get all of that stuff done. And that's why I say just do it every single day because then it won't build up. It's more important that you stay in the office in the morning, get it all done and then go out and do the tools if you can afford to stay out later because then you're on top of everything every single day. But sometimes I totally understand. Sometimes you, you're pushed to site early for a couple of days in a row. Shit builds up. You just got to play the, you either got to play the I'm going to work this weekend card or you just got to take a day off and get on top of the shit. Because as soon as I had two days to get on top of all of my tasks, I was on top of everything that had built up over four months. Um, and it was the most relieving feeling. So, um, but the, the crazy thing is, I've been through this so many times as I'm, I'm sure you guys would have as well. And when you're in it yourself, you don't recognize that you're in it. It's just a shit thing. Um, so the, the best thing you can do is to have a routine where it's just constant and you don't really have to think about it. Create a habit around getting up, doing your asana, doing your brain rinsing, doing your quoting, doing your invoice and go to work. If you do that every day and you can, you can test out shifting around, you might want to do it at the end of the day. Everyone's situation is different. And when we do coaching, we actually dive in and say, what's your life situation like? How are we going to make this work for you? But this, if you don't have kids that, that model works really well. Just work as late as you need to. Then you can shut off uh, at the end of the day. Um, optimize your energy through your nutrition and your exercise. Um, do some research around that. Like don't just sit back and trying to work all the time. If you can optimize your health and get two more hours of alertness in your day where you're firing, then that two hours can go towards quoting and invoicing and following up in a positive because no one wants to follow up when you're feeling shit, right? You decide, I don't want to call people. I just want, just want to watch, just want to not watch Netflix. Yeah. So that's just how you feel. <laughs> so um, we want to be in a positive mindset where you can call any time of day and feel positive about calling people. Um, 